Yeah, how's the weather over there? Nice and warm, the summery? Windy, the windy city. Yeah, oh, it's not bad, actually. Today was beautiful. Yeah? Nice, nice. Yeah, today, was actually, today was actually really nice. I guess uh, it always happens whenever they get those huge heat waves out in the East Coast. Right. Like, whenever they got the shittiest, worst weather in the East Coast, we end up just with beautiful weather. Oh, that's Dude, nice. I'm talking 65, <laughs> sun, sunny, few clouds in the sky. Like, just beautiful. Nice, and the people oh, were yeah, out. Oh, uh, everybody was out. Like you know, you know, I love it when the whole block cuts the grass. Oh it yeah, looks, it smells uh, nice. I love that. Smell. Smells great. Yeah. Looks awesome when you drive up. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except for the one guy, right? There's always the one guy. <laughs> yeah. I was the one guy for the last week and a yeah, half. Yeah, there's a couple guys. That was the block, me. I guess. Yeah. I was the one yeah. guy. <laughs> I cut it. I cut it today. <laughs> god help our cousin carmen man he keeps trying to uh fix his lawn but <laughs> dude a lot of people don't understand sometimes the best thing to do to your lawn is leave it alone let it grow you know just leave it <laughs> every week he's out there scraping it up and putting seed and like, <laughs> and now you just have all like huge brown patches i don't know oh the seed is the worst you gotta you go for the yeah. sod man you gotta sod it uh, and, no just don't touch don't power rake it don't Dude, I'm telling you, if you had grass at one point, just put fertilizer. Yeah. A lot of fertilizer, maybe a little soil conditioner. That that shit will come back. Oh, yeah. Faster than you know it. You don't need, you know, do a little seed in the September. You know, just don't don't break your back on it. It's just grass, you know? That's what it's I, gonna I failed that this past fall. I And I have, like, some turf builder stuff. Right. That uh, the previous owner left in the sh- a shed. Oh, a little gift. All right. I, that's gift. what I'm saying. No, it's a good gift. Yeah. Good gift. Right. <laughs> Part of the bartering pro- process, I imagine. But um... <laughs> he, uh, I've been me. I should have put it out there um, last fall, and I didn't. And then I missed my gra- my grass is suffering. I- I'm hoping the snow helped out, and uh, I'm gonna do some soaking this week. But I'm, I'm yeah. I'm bummed. I don't like having the shitty grass on the, on the block. You just don't want to be the worst. That's what That's I'm saying. Something. I don't want to be the yeah. guy. Yeah. Because everybody talks about you. Yeah. 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 And I'm not social enough in the neighborhood to be talking about other people, so I'm definitely the one that they're talking about. And right. you know, <laughs> I'm just not. I'm not home enough. You know, I'm working all the time, <laughs> and you can't even defend yourself to no, get yourself out of like the, you know, into the good graces. Like, yeah, no, it's terrible. Fucked, the yeah. yard looks so shitty. I finally I blew out some leaves onto the yard, and I finally went over it with the uh, lawnmower. You know, mulched them down. They're like from the fall. It looks so bad. I finally cleared that out. I'm sure that was the talk of the neighborhood for a few days. Mm-mm. Uh. See, if I were you, I would just start complaining about everybody else. Oh, like go, yes. No, no, yes. dude, dude, go real hardcore with it. Because you're in, you're in a very liberal area, dude. Just start going hardcore. Like, I can't believe you guys cut the grass every week. <laughs> Think about the emissions in the air. No, nah, dude, I go three weeks, four weeks. I'm trying to save the air. Come I did, on, guys. I did. Think about doing that, like, oh, you guys water every day. 
Every day. Republicans. Oh, wow. <laughs> you want me to get you the MAGA hat on my way home today? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that what they meant by ultra MAGA? Oh, dude, I'm practically waving a MAGA flag on my house by not having the pride flag anywhere or the Ukraine flag. All Everybody either has the pride or the Ukraine flag going oh, on. Oh, right that's here. how they know. You don't even have the little gay stick, the. The little gay thing in the front lawn that says, uh, we believe. Yes. No, I don't no, even no, have that. No, no people nothing. are illegal. Nothing. <laughs> Black lives matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's how you know I'm, I'm, I'm. They, You're they, not down. You're not down for the cause. Frank, you know what they say? Silence is violence. You are technically <laughs> being violent towards your neighbors. Yeah, I'm very not, violent. I'm quite violent with my silence. I'm not putting that up. <laughs> I'm the most violent. I don't have should, a. I'm gonna create you a poster that says, "At this house, we believe you should only cut the grass once a month. <laughs> you, should, you should, you should never water your lawn. <laughs> you should never pick up your dog shit." <laughs> we should have a uh, a poster with just emojis, and it's like the poop emoji uh, for Johnny Depp, and then the slap <laughs> emoji for Will Smith. And then, you know, the Ukraine flag, you get the needle on Dude, there. did I tell you about that? Dude, I, I'm like fighting with Twitter. They keep taking that off of my bio. What? The, <laughs> what? I have the I have the black slap, right? Right. And then next to it, I have the uh, Russian flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then the little virus. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. I'm, I stand with the you're, coronavirus. You're here with the coronavirus. <laughs> I think we got way too many sick people. I, one thing coronavirus taught me was that 99% of America is immunocompromised. We need to kill off the weak. Too many sick people are sick people are reproducing in this country. If that many of you fuckers are immunocompromised and or gay. Like, what is going on here? We have to cut this gene pool. Uh, I'm, so I stand with the virus. And then, uh, oh, and then I finally put the poop emoji because I stand with Amber Heard. Right. And uh, that's when they deleted them all. It was like a weird, and then they put this weird little box there that I clip, clicked on, and I forgot. It just said I got flagged. For the, the poop? Oh, no, no. Everything except the black hand got flagged. Really? So the, Rus the Russian flag, the virus, and the poop got flagged. So you can't, you're not allowed to support Amber Heard's poop. <laughs> Uh, you're so, also not allowed to, <laughs> you can't support Russia and you can't support any viruses. Any viruses. Wow. But you can't support the slap. <laughs> the slap is okay. Do you think they were just too afraid to take down the slap because it was a black hand? Yeah. And they yeah. were like, oh no. They didn't want to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't do it, I'm Asian. Don't we have a black programmer around here somewhere? Dude. <laughs> 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 oh, you're right. That's actually what happened. I think. Is that what happened? No, I don't they, know. They, I... they found a black programmer, but it was a, it was a black man programmer, but turned into a trans woman. So they didn't know if that counted. <laughs> if that was okay to take off a man's slap. So it's just it's, it's oh hard. God, it's, it's hard being a liberal, man. <laughs> So many fucking loops. There's just so many boxes to check. I mean, you spend all day, you spend all day trying to find somebody that qualifies. Man, that's yeah, crazy no. too. Because I thought Twitter uh, has found a new lane now. I thought they were uh, Elon was shaking things up, or is it is it because he didn't buy it? 
officially I, that... I, do, I don't know but it was weird because it happened like two or three times i'm still i'm know. still shadow banned are you yeah my account is because i have a second account uh i i usually just tweet out our episodes on it it's a uh, dude man podcast at podcast man dude and <laughs> nice. yeah and it's just a dummy account i created when you got our accounts locked up that one time for making that maxine waters tweet <laughs> <laughs> so good for, it was so yeah good. for reference michael made a uh, funny tweet about maxine waters resembling a baseball mitt and um i just put a picture of her scowling and, yeah. and i said i said somebody needs to put a baseball in her mouth <laughs> With some oil and a couple rubber bands. Respectfully, it got taken the wrong way, and Michael yeah, got yeah. Um, all of our Dude Man podcast uh, accounts um, suspended for a minute. And so, not and, at fir- not at first. It was after the appeal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that I reposted it, and I yeah. retweeted it, and we both yeah. got banned. And so, okay. I, I created yeah. the secondary uh, account. And what happens when I shoot out our episode is I do it on both things and i always get this message from twitter like oh your tweet's getting a lot of notices and it's always the podcast man dude Mm. and i hashtag all the same stuff (laughs) so one so dude man uh underscore podcast is shadow banned and nobody sees what i post (laughs) out there but podcast man dude everybody sees it apparently so (laughs) But I can't start tweeting on that other one because then it'll get shadow banned. So I have to just leave it as this dummy account, right? Yeah, that's the problem. Once you start putting your opinion out there. Yeah, the second you follow somebody like Ben Shapiro, you're banned. Well, Frank, you just got to stop being so racist, sexist, and bigoted. That's right. You know? I don't know how hard that is. It's impossible these days, Mike. Impossible. Especially, I mean... I mean, can't we... you just not be a white man, Frank? Like, what? <laughs> so, so hard, Mike. According to Amy Goodman and Democracy Now, we are what's wrong with America. Don't you understand? Oh, are you? No, ready? We, uh, are you ready? Do you do you have an Amy Goodman clip? Okay, everybody, get your water ready. Her her mouth is so dry, <laughs> you're gonna get thirsty. Everybody, make sure you're fully hydrated. We're about to <laughs> listen to Amy Goodman speak. There's a water shortage in the north in the southwest. It started with Amy Goodman. <laughs> Actually, what gets me about this clip and Amy Goodman does uh, she's so saucy in this one, but uh I love the guest and what the guest says is just uh prepare for your blood to boil people. It's so sad where they've gone. Yeah, they they've fallen. Yeah. Quite far. But here, uh, get your water ready. Here's Amy Goodman of Democracy <laughs> Now! describing the uh, this uh, problem that has taken over America. It is white supremacy and the internet. I'm Amy Goodman. We begin today's show looking at the Christ. Oh, I'm so thirsty. Oh, so thirsty. <laughs> get her some water. Get her some water. Does anybody Open have the hose. <laughs> of white supremacist violence in the United States and the response to Saturday's racist mass shooting in Buffalo, New York. Why was this a racist mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, but the Syrian who shot a bunch of white people in Boulder, Colorado at the grocery store was just, oh, what happened? I don't even remember what happened. Oh, the guy was mentally ill. Yeah, 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 forget about it. (laughs) 
where an 18-year-old white gunman killed 10 people, all African-American, at a supermarket in the heart of the black community in Buffalo. Man, she's hamming it up, dude. Just nailing all the right keywords. Right On now. Wednesday, the oh, House yeah. passed legislation to bolster federal resources to prevent domestic terrorism. This comes after President Biden visited Buffalo Tuesday. Look, we've seen the mass shootings in Charleston, South Carolina. couldn't wait to get there. El Paso, Texas. By the way, yes, you're right. And he all- couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. This was the greatest thing that ever happened to them. They literally, like, you could hear the smiles on their faces. Like, like the body. We finally, <laughs> we finally have a white supremacist. <laughs> literally, they were just. You could see them foaming and at the mouths <laughs> for this. I imagine, just I imagine like the CNN newsroom, you know, like where they do all the research yes. and everything and all the right. Like it's just dead quiet, you know. Like one lady's <laughs> typing in the corner, the little the little tickers coming off. And it's, tick, 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 tick. Wait a minute, we got a white supremacist shooter. <laughs> Alarms go. We got a white supremacist shooter. <laughs> Everybody, quick, verify. Look into his genealogy. Make sure there's no Jew. There's no black. There's no... I don't want to repeat a Colorado where this turned into a Syrian argument and whether or not they're white or not. I want to know. Is this kid white? You know, you yes. know that happened. Dude. Oh, I imagine you know it's, it. it's for sure the scene in Ghostbusters when the call comes in. Yeah, the the, the, we got one. <laughs> we got one. They the bell. Yeah. They're coming down. <laughs> Everybody goes into action, dude. There's a, there's already there's a guy in Dallas who receives a phone call. Both beelines it to this guy's great aunt's cousin's house to interview, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, it was a media orgy, man. Are yeah. you kidding me? Oh. No, dude, with, within like an hour, they had fucking family members. They had Oh yeah. Oh, I could have gone through so I had so many clips dude. of this, but just democracy now. Oh, chef's kiss. You guys just they yeah. just know how to really just lay on that thick white supremacist mayonnaise, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, no, no this was... Uh, this she is, said ra- She said race and racism. And, and, and oh, yeah, dude, black, uh, black community, like, she, just, just laying it so thick. When I, I worked at Jimmy John's for about three months, long time ago in my college years, if you will, and when I was training there, they train you to put the mayonnaise on there, quote, like icing on a cake. <laughs> I'll never forget it, okay? Uh, Amy Goodman is laying this white supremacy mayonnaise like icing on a fucking oh, cake. Yeah. This is Jimmy John's uh, sandwich territory here, folks. Nice and thick. It's gonna <laughs> squirt out when you take that bite. <laughs> Just like Amy likes it. <laughs> Just all over your raisin. <laughs> and then she's like, does anyone have any water? Who <laughs> washed down this mayo? Last year in Atlanta, this week in Dallas, Texas, and now in Buffalo, Buffalo, New York. Like, how did he even get there? White supremacy. (laughs) No, no, I'm serious. The bodies were still hitting the ground. They were on Air Force One flying to Buffalo. (laughs) Somebody wake up Joe from his nap. We're going to Buffalo. It takes them longer to get Joe down for breakfast than it took them to get him 
to fucking wherever this was. What was this? New York? Buffalo, no, uh, New York. Buffalo, yeah. Mike, it took Joe Biden longer to talk about Ukraine in his State of the Union speech than it did for them <laughs> to get to Buffalo, New York to do a fucking photo op for this shooting. It's unbelievable. I mean, he still can't find Waukesha on a map. <laughs> <laughs> he still can't pronounce it, dude. <laughs> Waukesha, dude. I walk in my shoes all the time. What's this guy talking about? It is a poison. It's a poison running through. It really is. Investigators say the gunman spent months plotting to carry out the mass shooting and use the online platform Discord to share details about his plot 30 minutes before the massacre. He also posted a 180-page document citing the racist so-called replacement theory. The gunman accused African-Americans of seeking to, quote, ethnically replace my own people, unquote. Similar vitriol has been referenced in other racist attacks, including the violent 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, where organizers chillingly chanted, Jews will not replace us. For more, we're joined by Amy Spitalnik, who's been described. This is a heady clip. We got about 30 more seconds. I I just I loved what this chick had to say in response. Um, I cut it a little bit, but Amy Goodman... um, she introduces this lady with the long. She has the longest title. <laughs> oh no! They always do on this she, on fucking democracy now. It's unbelievable. But I cut it right where I felt like uh, this is the best title of all the titles that Amy Goodman lists here. And by the way, does anybody have a glass of water for? Can we get some water for Amy Goodman? <laughs> water. Described as a 21st century Nazi hunter, executive director of Integrity First. <laughs> slow these days uh, ever since uh, 1945 <laughs> well Amy business has been slow uh, <laughs> as you can imagine <laughs> we thought we found one in Mi- thought we found one in Michigan turned out to be FBI then uh, there was one in California DEA uh, <laughs> then of course there was Jan 6 uh, FBI again actually it's again <laughs> Except that one guy, remember Billy Bob? Uh, what was his name with the thorns? The, the, the horns on his head? <laughs> oh my god. The, she's a Nazi hunter. How did Amy Goodman say that with a straight face? Well, I know how. She's so dehydrated, she can't lift her lips to oh, make a smile, she's halluc- actually. Yeah. She's hallucinating. That's, that's, she's so dehydrated, she's hallucinating. She thought she saw this woman kill a Nazi. <laughs> Just please forgive her. Dude, that is, an, that is an insane type. Dude, so this this fucking lady yes. went on there. Yeah. And they're like, all right, so uh, hey, Kim, uh, how do, how do we, you want us to introduce you? I'm a Nazi hunter. Nazi hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Uh, no, 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 no. I didn't ask for your screen name. Uh, what, what's your... <laughs> We're talking about like your profession. Yeah, I'm a Nazi hunter. 
Okay. Uh- <laughs> Nazi Hunter. This is amazing. I, I love it. And she goes on to list a bunch of other mumbo jumbo qualifications and whatnot, have you? Uh, but it, it's really not important. What's so important is what this chick has to say right here. Uh, Can wait. you respond to what happened in this Buffalo? This is the Nazi hunter? And the... the one and only Mike. <laughs> I'm sure you don't need too many. Like... <laughs> I'm sure society's one problem is not lack of Nazi hunters. Well, Amy, we've you know? uh, had a job opening up on Indeed for about, uh, <laughs> you know, 40, ni- uh, 40 years now. Uh, I can't really get anyone to... Uh... <laughs> Hunting Nazis, uh, that's a slow business. <laughs> slow business. We thought it'd pick up with the Ukrainians. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Putin didn't even call us. Uh... <laughs> You know, it's a bad economy. Not good for Nazi. <laughs> We're dealing with a new age Nazi. You know, back, back in the day, they stole artwork. There was, there was money in the game. Now it's just... <laughs> I can't get over this. Fucking Nazi hunter, dude. Yeah, dude, this is so... This is the funniest thing I've ever heard. This, your job is the, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Like, you, you are a joke, lady. And you, I haven't even let you talk yet. I can't even... <laughs> we haven't even started. I can't I'm literally podcast. I'm, I'm podcasting from my grandma's basement, and you're the you're, and you're the joke. <laughs> you're, you're the joke, Nazi hunter. Jesus Christ! You need to get your life together, girl. <laughs> oh, oh man! Oh yeah! Okay. Way the buffalo uh, shooter is often described as a kind of lone wolf, uh, troubled kid. Um, And how you dealt with that in Virginia and what you think could be a way to begin to cope with the horror. Thanks so much for having me. Look, what happened in Buffalo is not an isolated incident. The shooter is not a quote unquote lone wolf. This is precisely part. You know, when they say lone wolf, it means it was one guy shooting. Yeah, yeah. So he, he actually he acted alone. He actually he planned quote, it himself. Actually, he quote unquote was a lone wolf. Like yeah. this guy's a lone wolf. Do you guys not speak English? <laughs> dude, like, are sorry. we not speaking yes. English anymore? Dude, like, dude. Are, seriously, th- thank you. You're right. We've now entered a world where we're speaking the same words. But they literally mean two totally different things. Because literally tomorrow, an, an Islamic extremist with ties to Al Qaeda is gonna blow up a building, and they're gonna be like, "Well, this was a lone wolf incident." <laughs> right. And you're like, "No, no, no! That is not the definition of a lone wolf. He had a terrorist cell with him. Like, no, no. Uh, yeah, uh, no, this guy is a lone wolf. <laughs> he planned it in his parents' house. He's nuts. Like, he's a nutso. He's, he's fucking. He is crazy. He's a crazy so- person." Yes. Somewhere along the lines, he got disconnected from reality. Yes. And, you know. And he lost his mind. And un- to, to be honest, it's just a very tragic, tragic story. Yes. I don't get, I don't get and, and it's not racist. It's not because he's white. Because I feel the same exact way about the Waukesha thing. 
That yeah. was just tragic. very tragic and a guy who clearly needed help. Yes. And we should have given him help. Absolutely. Like, the system failed these people. That's really what happened. This is really not racism happened. or anything. It's just... It's mental health, yeah. man. This is a mental health problem we have in this country. We have a serious a, mental health issue. Not, and not, we have a drug problem, a drug abuse problem, and a mental health problem. And they're combined right oh, now. Absolutely. Absolutely. And people have absolutely. access to means not, to hurt not only others. That, that's Not it. only that, people for two years were, yes. were just separated Absolutely. from everything. For sure. And and uh, let's throw a little icing on that cake. Let's just decimate the economy and make everything unaffordable. Sounds great. This is a uh, yeah, great recipe for totally sane individuals, uh, you know, entering yeah, they society. They don't realize the, the worst part about, like, the economic downturn is this is what opens up the door for somebody to come in and then they find a scapegoat. Yes. You know, absolutely. this is when you start blaming this group of people. This is when the real Hitlers arise. Yes. Yes. That's really what you're I mean. only poor because the Jews closed the stores. Right. Right. It, well, and that's so I, I find this dialogue and the language. Again, we're always talking about this language and Amy Goodman is feeding the fire of hate and uh, division just by the simple words yeah. that she's choosing to use. And then she's bringing on this quote-unquote Nazi <sighs> hunter to talk hey, about this Dude, clearly mentally said, ill person who had an episode and went and shot a bunch of people. And like I said before, this is no different than what happened in Boulder two years ago Oh, except the only difference is the media didn't want to talk about it anymore when it was a Syrian who went and shot a bunch of white people. Why does it matter? Why does it matter what the ethnicities or races are of the people or the communities? What does it matter? What matters is we have a mental health problem in this country. You you know why it doesn't matter? You know why it doesn't matter? Because there's, there's there's fucking 10 million Syrians in this country who go around every day and they don't shoot anybody. Right. <laughs> right. So that's why it's not a problem. You know, that's why it doesn't matter that he's Syrian. It doesn't matter that this kid is white. It doesn't matter when the black guy cr- uh, ran down the white people. It, <clears throat> it just matters that we have these, inc- these, these are, these are lone wolf incidences. Yes. <laughs> you know what no, I mean? what actually bothers me is that we have these alone individuals in our country and in our world who break they're, they reach a breaking yes. point, and then they bring harm onto the community. Maybe we should start approaching these problems on a, on a communal level. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, we're very separated locally and communally, and we need to kind of bring it back a little bit. Because That's I've, actually I, a great idea. That's I, a great point. I feel like uh, back in the day when we were younger, you knew the local cops. You knew the local firefighters. You knew everyone around the street. You knew yeah. the people who owned the ice cream shop uh, down on Main Street. Nowadays, I, I feel like there's just this total disconnect well, impo- with everybody. Yeah. More importantly, you knew people from every race and culture. and like I guarantee you if this kid grew up and he knew at least one or two black people intimately, he would have never been able to be convinced of. Yeah, very you true. You know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. So... Well, that's, that's again, know. that's isolationism, being isolated from community. And, and, and that's one of the problems you. we're running into with the super liberalness is that they're literally going back to segregation. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And isolation. And honestly, and man, yeah. social media, cell phones, gaming, uh, internet. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not blaming social media, but I just think that. So let me say this I don't think 
this kid I don't think social media is what made this kid shoot shoot up a place. I think being isolated and sucked into social media and constantly and not engaging the real world in real time is what caused this person to snap. We have too many people completely isolated and just uh, yeah. in their phones even. I mean, when I say isolated, I could even be talking about someone in, an, in a bar with a group of friends, but isolated in their little world on their phone, just sitting there. And I've That's, seen it. Yeah. I've experienced it. These... This is scary times where people <clears throat> aren't engaged in real life as it's happening. And then all of a sudden they're alone. And then they snap. And I don't think it has anything to do with race, to be totally honest. No, I think it, it no, has everything I, to do with dude, loneliness and fear this kid was, and yes, This kid rage. was susceptible. Yeah. This, this kid was susceptible and he fell for the message of, yes. you know, had this kid been born 10 years earlier, he would have attacked, attacked a mosque, right? He would have. <laughs> yes, for the, absolutely. His, so right on the he, money. he was just susceptible to the extremist views, you know? For and sure. And it's, by the- <laughs> it's, it's really sad that nobody noticed it. Nobody could help the kid. They don't talk about this in this clip. Amy Goodman never mentions it, but there's a picture of the kid on the internet of him in class wearing a hazmat suit during COVID. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, he was obviously a weird And kid. he hated uh, Fox News. He yeah. considered himself a left, a leftist authoritarian. There's a lot of bizarre stuff involved. The guy's almost schizophrenic, in my opinion. For sure he is, dude. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you don't do that if you're fucking normal and sane. Yeah, and so... Like, that is obviously a crazy act. Maybe Amy Goodman, hey, uh, you know, hey, maybe Democracy Now! or all the other media conglomerates, why don't you guys start talking about the mental health problem in our country, which you exacerbated, by the way, with, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, COVID lockdowns. You made everyone insane, you know. Let's, let's uh, reverse course here and talk about the mental health problem. Let's talk about people yeah. being suicidal, lonely, drug addicted, yeah. alcoholic. Yeah, Amy, well, Amy, why didn't you bring on a, psychi- a psychiatrist? Yes. Not a Nazi hunter. No, that's what I'm saying. Skip the Hold Nazi. On, dude. We haven't even gotten to the fucking, we haven't even gotten to the fucking, what the fuck is a Nazi hunter? That's what I'm saying. That's why I can't get about this. You bring on this chick who's in her, on a Zoom call, you bring this chick who calls herself the Nazi hunter. What does this shooting have to actually do with Nazis? Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it has more to do with a mental health issue in this country. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Why don't we was bring this... on a mental health expert to talk was about this... how we have susceptible people in our country now who are, who are blinded and they're fearful and they're enraged and they don't know where to reach. And, hey, I'm a psychiatrist or whatever. And if you are feeling these feelings... Here's a number you can call to talk to somebody. Reach out to somebody in your community who can help you because that's how we can solve these problems. We're not going to solve this by bringing on the Nazi hunter and talking about how white people are bad. Uh, we're just going to make more, more worse problems. That's all that's going to happen it. out of yeah. this. And so when I'm watching Amy Goodman in Democracy Now, where, uh, you know, uh, what's their slogan? The War and Peace <clears throat> Report. That's what I was about to say that earlier. Sounds like you're creating a lot of war with your dialogue and language here and a lot and very little peace, Amy Goodman. You used to be the war and peace report and you were nothing but facts. Yes. Nothing but facts. It didn't matter who was president. 
You were both sides even. Now you are just a left-wing media... <sighs> yeah, I don't know. You're a Marxist mouthpiece at this point, and you're literally yeah. bringing on... This chick, the Nazi Is that the end of the clip? No, I have the chick. Oh, we still have to listen going. to the chick. I, gotta, I know, I gotta listen to this chick talk. Here we go. Part of a cycle of white supremacist violence in which each attack inspires the next one, made all the more dangerous by an increasingly normalized uh, replacement theory ideology that's permeating through the Republican Party right now. And so it's impossible to separate this attack from the cycle of attacks we've seen in recent years. Charleston, Charlottesville, Pittsburgh, Poway, El Paso. January 6th, to an extent, fits right into this pattern. doesn't get juicier than that dude of course january 6th this kid was a nazi who killed black people (laughs) which means january 6th was nazi so if you support donald if you voted for donald trump who started january 6th with the nazis who led to this nazi killer you're a nazi frank hey oh god that is correct I'm Nailed gonna give it. her. I'm gonna give her a fucking 10.0 on the fucking gymnastics there that, they, <laughs> that she did to link up January. 6th. And and here and here's here would be my beautiful. argument to this. Let me let me argue back to this cunt here about the lone wolf. Because <laughs> right? everything she's said, oh, yeah, this is a cycle where one event leads into another. Oh, you know, oh, another. Okay. Oh. <laughs> they're not a lone wolf uh, they're actually a large community okay let me tell you something bitch if you, put a can- if, you just, if you just go sit out in the woods right right and you see a wolf come by is this johnny depp yeah <laughs> you see a wolf come by who's alone right. Yeah. right and then he walks off and then you see another separate mo- another separate wolf Fucking three months later. <laughs> Those are two lone wolves. <laughs> do, do you not know what a lone wolf is? <laughs> can we get Johnny Depp in here to show us an example of a lone wolf? Actually, he can't. His commercial's no, him with doesn't. a bunch of wolves. I guess he doesn't know either. Nobody knows what a lone wolf is anymore. The only How can you say how can you say it's not a lone wolf dude? saying though like yeah okay these guys are kind of related like they're, they're similar attacks. no there's no relation they're and like, she had like to tie it to january four 6th. years apart halfway across the country like that's a lone wolf man did this guy plan this with anybody else like did he <laughs> execute it with anybody else then he's a fucking lone wolf dude 
No, dude, it's amazing. It's amazing how she... I don't know if you caught it in her structuring, but she <laughs> she goes from uh, Lone Wolf, but it's not a Lone Wolf. This is a false narrative because this has <laughs> happened before in history, and so because of that... <laughs> These are clearly connected individuals. Maybe not specifically, but the idea floats there in time and space, and through that floating, there's a connectivity. And Ixo Faxo, January 6th, they're racist. This is all Trump's fault. Ultra Mega. That's like me saying, oh, look at that wolf was all alone. That's a lone wolf. And you're like, lone wolf? Bro, there's like... 900 million wolves that have existed throughout <laughs> time and space. I mean, it's not a lone wolf in the fucking galaxy, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> lone wolf, bro. They're all connected, like, through time and space, bro. <laughs> You're just too simple to see it through the fourth dimension. <laughs> yeah, man, that's... uh. That's the connection. That is incredible, man. I think that's it. Was that it? Well, in addition to the record-level hate crimes we've seen against so many communities, the black community, the Asian community, and many others. Oh, my God! So Stop, it right there. <laughs> Stop it right there! Stop it right there! Stop it right there! Stop it right there! Right? Stop it right there! Every fucking... Every fucking news program has mentioned the uptick in hate crimes, right? And then they all have said, they all say the yeah. black and then the Asians. Why? Yeah. Because the reason there's an uptick in hate crimes is because there's been a huge uptick in the attacks on Asians. But what nobody wants to mention is it's the fucking black people attacking <laughs> the Asians. Nah, you can't talk about that, Mike. You can't talk about that. You can't talk about that. Yeah, they, it's not the white dude. White people are too scared to attack anybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. White what people. The f <laughs> Let's talk about the Asian hate crimes there. Oh, you don't want to talk about those because it's a black guy pushing an Asian lady onto a fucking subway. Yeah, <laughs> which fucking track actually happened. Yeah. Yes, you were right, right? on the money. Like, yes, yes. That's why you don't want to talk about those hate crimes. No. No, the truth is every community, no matter how you break down the communities, every community has crazy people and they do crazy things and they're susceptible to the fucking crazy shit that you're feeding them, Amy Goodman. <laughs> you're feeding the garbage that's going to do, that's going to convince somebody like the Waukesha guy right. to go after white people. And, look, and that's what this segment is. A lot, of, a lot of our problems in society is our class system and the wealth inequality gap 100% if we did a Dude, little we solved racism like we solved racism I gotta find out what episode that was we did yeah I can't if remember you guys haven't heard it you gotta go back and listen we literally solved we racism we have to figure because... it out because we're gonna do some greatest hits for uh, Memorial Day so, uh, I can't yeah. wait I gotta <laughs> find that one because it turns out it has nothing to do with the color of your skin everything to do with what gaming system you had as a kid <laughs> that... <laughs> I think there might be a few more seconds. Let's see what else this crazy chick has to say. It's, it's important to understand this within that cycle. How we break that cycle uh, requires quite a bit. And it requires a sort of accountability we uh, sought in Charlottesville for those responsible for that violence. Charlottesville! But you can't simply sue or prosecute your way out of this problem. It requires also building into our society 
systemic measures to actually get to the root of what's causing us, the prevention. Um, it requires dealing with social media companies. It requires there it is. so oh, much there more um, that we as a society have just failed to address despite the, uh, the warning signs that have come again and again. And of course, these horrific massacres um, that stay in the headlines for a few days and then we move on. And it's so important we not move on this time. Oh, did you catch that? It's so uh, important we do not move on this time. Yeah. That's it makes total freaking dark language, man. It makes total sense if you just got rid of all the Nazis, a.k.a. Trump voters. <laughs> yes. Uh, this country would be great. This is what's happening here. They are tying in white supremacy with terrorism domestic terrorism and they are tying domestic terrorism and white supremacy with republican absolutely and that's the goal and that's why dude it's dangerous because it's working so there's people out there who are just believing it's working it is that you're racist because you're republican yeah well not not just that we talked about in the last episode we covered uh and Pretty interesting detail, actually, considering we knew nothing about it, but replacement theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're really focused on replacement theory. The left is. I I didn't know this was a thing. I looked a little bit more into it. (laughs) Nobody on the right knew it was a thing until the left told them it was a thing. Well, I actually kind of did a little digging, and apparently replacement theory has to do with the idea that uh, the Jewish establishment is... um, purposefully flooding the United States with immigrants in order yeah. to uh, brown the gene pool, if you will. Right. And so they can, the... yeah, that's, and so they can essentially um, flood America with uh, low-wage workers. Essentially the idea. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And? And people who will vote their way. And will vote Democrat, yes. that's The exactly whole idea yeah. is that you come in, you can't vote, right. but your kids will. Exactly. That's the replacement yeah. theory. I apparently it does have some traction on the right. I did I again I did a little digging. Um yeah. I apparently uh So does the adrenochrome thing. Yes, yeah, so, so I the, mean well there's people that believe crazy theories on both sides. You can't use that to define a whole so replacement theory actually isn't a crazy conspiracy theory. It is actually a theory on parts of the left that they've actually openly discussed as their efforts to uh, transform America. I when I and I am pretty shocked at that. Uh, hmm. It's one of those not bit so secret agendas. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like not really a secret that that's. Yeah, you were basically alluding to it's, it. It's just why they want. Immig- yeah. That's why they opened the borders. They love the right. open borders. Uh, it's the, the only reason, dude. The Democrats are going to start going hard on crime, though. I'm t- I mean, uh, immigration. They have to. Gonna, they have. No, they're. You know why they're going to shift is because Latinos are now uh, overwhelmingly Republican. Republican, man. Yeah. <laughs> but we predicted this eight months ago on this podcast. Oh, we talked God. about it because it's. It comes down to family values, Mike. That's all it is. Yes. Judeo-Christian family beliefs, you know. Dude, go talk to some Latino families or anyone who's crossed over the border and ask them what they think about trans rights. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) They don't care. 
they don't know what you're talking about, man. They just cross for months over a border to fucking get food. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. And, and a roof over their head, their kids' heads. Like, I, I don't understand. No, no, more, more than that, go tell them why America is so racist. Yes. Explain it's so to them. terrible. Yeah. We, we listened to Ron DeSantis earlier. He nails it. Explain to these people carrying their families on their backs through rivers. On on rafts over shark-infested waters. Waters. Explain to these people how terrible America is. Please do. Feel free. They left left everything in their home country to come here, (laughs) and now you're going to tell them that, like, no, 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 this place is terrible. We're actually We're actually going to change our government into one similar to yours. But don't worry, we're going to do it good. It's not going (laughs) to be... It's not going to fall apart like your system did. <laughs> Have you seen Nancy Pelosi? She's going to run it. It's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to get one of your Latinx, man. Uh, AOC, dude. <laughs> AOC. Yeah. Yeah, no, the mediocre bartender. She's going to be great. <laughs> it's really, it's, it's a wild sell, but the replacement theory Oh, we thing, do got to say congratulations, man. Uh, uh, AOC got engaged. Hey, congratulations hey, yeah. to that pasty fellow that was photographed with her uh, vacationing with, with no mask in uh, Florida. Florida, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So they are getting married. Congratulations to her. Got to wish them the best. I wish them the best. Definitely. I hope they get to vacation to many places that are COVID restriction free (laughs) for the rest of their happy married, happily married lives. (laughs) To be honest with you, I honestly can't wait for them to have a kid, and I just want to see how this, where this kid goes to school. Oh, private school, Mike. You know where they come. Oh, Frank, come on. Do you think so? AOC is a woman of the people, Frank. Tax the rich. They're pulling, uh, they're pulling kids in droves out of the public schools here in Colorado. Yeah, did you see I, that? I did no, see the article. Yeah, that's nationwide, man. Nationwide. That's nationwide. It's bad yeah. and nationwide. That's right. Oof. But actually, not so much in Florida. No, because Which Florida still has funny. normal, normal schools. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, because they get, they, remember we said it, they opened the fucking Pandora's box with this at-home learning. Right. Uh, I forgot what suburb I was in, but it was one of those southern suburbs, like, really kind of poor, Yeah, you know? Like, dude, they were just trying to save money. This guy was telling me that they, (laughs) they didn't want to go full in-class learning. Right. And so they did, like, three days a week. (laughs) in class right and then he found out from somebody at the school that was really because they couldn't afford the janitor services that's crazy so it's like man they're just using the shit now to save money and like that's crazy and and that makes a lot of sense actually yeah and they can't hire anybody so you can't hire janitors you can't afford them you can't do this you can't do that and then they, so I guess everybody got mad about the three days because it was too hard to schedule. So then they just started doing half days. 
Wow. So it's five days, but it's only half a day. Yeah, because it's so practical for a parent to pick up their kid at noon. At halfway, yeah, at noon, <laughs> so and then the kid sits on his bed and looks at the computer, at the <laughs> teacher he was just looking at in person. Right. Like this, like what are we doing? Here? <laughs> and this is because of COVID? No, come on, this has nothing to do with COVID at this point. Well, they've you over-regulated know? teaching to the point where nobody wants to be a teacher. That's a big one too. Yeah, did you see the the new thing from American Airlines, United Airlines? Everybody's like, dude, we're desperate for uh, pilots. Does nobody remember when they fired all the pilots for the vaccine? Why don't you hire them just... back? Yeah. <laughs> you know why you're not hiring them back? Because they all found other jobs. Yeah, definitely. You know? And am I going to go work for you again? No. Who fired me at the whims of Joe Biden? <laughs> no, dude. I'm going to stick with this job who stuck, with, who stuck up for me during the time I needed them to. You know? Man, all this Nazi talk, does everybody forget that that happened for like a hot minute? Like a lot of people lost their jobs? No, Frank, that never that didn't really happen. To, in it order to, to take a shot that is now clearly killing people? Uh, Frank, that's not true. Nobody was forced to take it. <laughs> that's right. You chose to take you it. You chose, that's right. I, right. Always, I always knew that was going to be the route that they would take. The, it was the, government, the government never mandated that Frank has to take the shot. That's right. They just mandated you had to take the shot to keep your job. You could have yeah. chose to lose your job. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, the place I worked at chose to make that uh, decision before even the government made it so. And How's the, how they doing? Well, they're a bar. They're doing fine. But they don't have the same talent. Yeah. And I think that's the truth everywhere. I think everyone who decided to be hardline on the whole COVID vaccine thing lost some real talent. And I think there's always bodies to work a shift, but it's there's a there's truly just a ten percent of the population who's who's the real talent, who's the real the one you want to hold on to, you know? Right, someone right. who inspires greatness out of others around them, and I think a lot of places lost those those individuals because those yeah, are people who are critical thinkers. Those are people who are generally organized, strong-minded, people who aren't going to be told what to do but do it themselves. And I think those people, when they saw the mandates coming, said, "Fuck this." <laughs> I'll go. I'll go figure it out. Everywhere I go work, I get I get promoted, so I'll figure it out. And that's 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 a great point. And that has always been my mentality through life. Yeah. And sure enough, I left the job because of the vaccine push from them, and I got a job. And six months later, I was promoted. Just as right. I, oh, yeah. you know, you just all you have to do in this world, because people, especially in America are so lazy, inherently lazy, to their core. You just have to, you have to do two things. Show up and work hard. And if you do those two oh, things, you'll literally you rise to, to the top. Dude, it's so easy nowadays. You don't even have to work hard. If you just show up every day. <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> like, on, on time. Yeah. <laughs> on time, show up and just do the bare minimum. They will promote you. I'm telling you. You'll take over any company you join. 
that's well we'll see what it's happens it's so hard to find guys that just show up every day yeah, just you're right up. man the talent pool just seems like garbage man. i think it was drained and the, the real talent found good jobs and now you're stuck with the people who collected checks for two years is that what it is i'm not i gotta tell you man because like yes. i'll go to these yes. jobs that are like absolutely i'll go to these i go to a lot of uh i get sent to a lot of customer complaints right so like some some guy went there he did a job and the customer is just not happy <laughs> right <laughs> and man it is like it's depressing some of these things i go to because it's like yeah i can't believe anybody would do this to somebody like what like, you know what how does this guy think this is professional work <laughs> you know i'm talking about like pulled the toilet and then put it back but the thing's wobbling right you know and then you flush it and water's leaking out the bottom yeah and you're, you know and then he didn't even clean off the cabinet from the fucking shit being flung off of his his uh cable <laughs> you know and you show you show up the house smells like shit there's fucking shit all over the walls. Yeah. This kid, you know, I go to some places where the kid was there late at night, you know, like eight o'clock and he couldn't get it open. So he just left the toilet off. There's a tarp there with shit water all over it. Oh shit all God. over the walls. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, I, I don't know, man. At the very least, like that, that, that's not even about like, you don't know how to be a plumber. That's like, you just don't know how to be an employee. Oh, well, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah. at the very least, clean up your mess. Be, like, you, you don't even understand what being a professional is. Well, there is no more professionalism now in the lower levels. That's the problem. Yeah. But do you get what I'm saying? Like, I could start off at McDonald's right now. I never worked at a restaurant. Yeah. I, I never worked. But I could at least maintain a level of professionalism from the minute I walk in there. Absolutely. Right? Where I watch what I say, and I'm kind of maintaining you, <laughs> my area. I told you, you I know? worked at Jimmy John's 15, 20 years ago for three months. And by the third month, I had already gotten a, a GM. I got accepted for a GM <laughs> position at another at a job, and I was going to put in my two weeks. And they were asking me to stick around and go to their GM training facility. And I said, no, nah, no, nah, I got this. <laughs> I got this other better job. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just needed this to make a few bucks like, on the side. you know, and uh that's just all you have to do is just be professional you know there is none of that now we went to a bar recently and got some food and the food came out and i i ordered a chicken wrap right it was a chicken salad wrap and i got a chicken sandwich it came out and uh i didn't say anything right i just i just was about to just go to town on this chicken sandwich even though i didn't want all the bread that's why i got the wrap all right, that's the whole reason I was trying to go a little lighter on the bread. And uh, the waitress comes around because the, the kid had brought it. He was a new kid working there. And she goes, did you order that? I said, no. <laughs> but, but I was going to, I was like literally about to take a chop out. She goes, oh, here, I could just turn it into a wrap really fast. I was like, really? She's like, yeah, let's chop it up and throw it in a wrap. I was like, all right, sweet. Yeah, go for it. And they did. And uh, yeah. she... She came back and apologized, said, sorry, the kid is new. And then the guys in the kitchen, we almost didn't have a kitchen tonight. 
you know, we called this guy in, to, you know, like yeah, just, they just story had everywhere nobody to work. And I was just like, no, yes. I, I literally was like, I was going to eat the sandwich. Like, yeah, <laughs> was like yeah, I, I was going to accept the sandwich because I understand already. You don't even explain or apologize. Uh, but, you know, it's a local place and they, you know, we know them. So it was very nice of them. At least there was a professional working the front. Right. Right. Who caught it. And and was able to fix this, you know, the situation. But uh, it's just it, to me, I just. And the worst it so part funny. is, man, those sh- that shitty employee is going to be paid double what they're worth. Yeah, well, and you know, the kid who yeah. was serving the food or running food, he was just one of the owner's sons. He has no idea what's going on. He's just helping out for free. And then the uh, guy, whoever they scrambled last minute to cook in the back for the Thursday night which is probably a good night to cook or make money for the bar. You know what I mean? Like, and you add food onto the menu, you know, that ups the ticket price and you get better tips. Uh, I just, I, I I felt, I felt for them. I really, I I was like, wow, I used to work for everybody. I used to work in these kitchens and bars and I, I, I had pride in the fact that I was one of the best. You know, people would come to to specifically on my days, on my shifts, to to eat in my kitchen. You know, there was yeah. there was uh, this element of pride and professionalism that you just you do not have anymore, and people aren't. You have to beg people now, not even professionals. You're just begging people off the street now to come in and cook cook a chicken sandwich. <laughs> you know, it's unbelievable. Dude. We got the pro- we got the problem with dispatch where people. Always complain about the dispatch when I get there. Really? And the funniest thing ever is, dude, these people get paid like $17, $18 an hour or something like that. Wow. And like these people are like, they got the worst attitude and this (laughs) and that. They told me me 9 o'clock. It's now 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, some people, we tell them we're going to be there in two hours. We don't get there till tomorrow. (laughs) You know? Oh, dude, I do. I'm dispatch essentially at my work. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, dude, I, we can't even. You know, we're at the point where we're just happy they showed up and answered the phone. <laughs> right. So a smile, you know. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get we'll get there when we have a few more bodies to fill the schedule. That's right. Yeah. You know, well, you got to smile with your voice over the phone. That's what it's. it's oh, all that's about. what I mean. No, they yeah. don't have it, dude. Oh, see, I I I work the vo- the vocal tones over the phone at my job, and I I calm and cool the attitudes on the other side. You know, dude, I have a guy. Sometimes... He calls me Velvet Chocolate. That's what he says. That I. Uh... Dude, uh, we could hear them sometimes when they're talking to the customer. I literally heard this dispatch talking to the lady that I'm about to go to. Say, now how am I supposed to know? I ain't a plumber. (laughs) 